The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the Foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. So together, families can help one another. A special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. Make the Do Good Village the first of many. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Hector Flores, host of Insert Name MC. Uh, if you guys are probably wondering why me and I were kind of, well, I'm laughing right now, is because when I was pressing the somebody recording, I missed the record has, button. <laughs> somebody has depth perception issues, and he's wearing glasses. Yeah, it's not a good look for me right now. So yeah, I basically missed the record button, um, and so I I didn't get I, I I just pressed the record button again and did not try to like recompose myself. But fuck it, let's do it. All right, what's up, guys? It's Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me as always is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. What's up, guys? Whoops, sorry, I forgot to uh, hit the record button on my end. Apparently, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I wanted it to be funny. Didn't work. I blame the I blame the the tequila and the sickness. Yeah, if you guys haven't realized, Edward yet again is sick. So you guys probably hear some <laughs> from Edward. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, but he did perks take, of being uh, around kids, apparently. But he did take a shot of tequila, so hopefully that helps him. Uh, it was a swig, bro. I just grabbed the bottle. I didn't. I couldn't find my my shot glasses, so I just went ahead and drank it straight out the bottle. Maybe that's why I felt like it was really strong. I don't know. Well, I mean, you're not measuring it, so you're just kind of... You know. I'm just winging it. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Edward's a little bit sick. We're we're on the Zoom call. Um, I think the Zoom call is going to be just a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might actually be until we can get our own studio. <clears throat> yeah, wink, that's, wink. That's probably, yeah, that's probably the way to go for it right now. But, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, but... Sorry. Oh, there, and it starts. <laughs> yeah. 
But you were all right. Do we, I mean, no, I was going to say, I was like, we actually have a pretty decent, like it's, a, I'm not going to say action packed, but hey, you never know. I mean, it's a pretty loaded, it's a, it's a loaded episode. Obviously we have the, co- the coaching rumors. We have transfer watch, a pretty, a pretty loaded transfer watch actually. <laughs> um, we got some headlines. We got, we got our debate topic. We got game recaps. We got players of the week. We will be previewing the 2021 Gold Cup because that's coming up this weekend. Um, as And, of course, uh, give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. I mean, we shouldn't have to tell you this, but obviously the final of Copa America and Euros will be this weekend. So, you know, get ready. And to give you guys a reference, um, we record these on Monday. So as of right now, England is playing, is going to, well, for us, England's playing Denmark and Italy's playing Spain. So we don't know who's going to be in the final. So if you guys are like, how come you guys haven't previewed the final? Well, because we don't know who's in the final. As, as we're speaking right now, uh, Peru is playing against Brazil um, and they're losing one to nothing. So, Wait, who's losing? Peru or Brazil? Peru. Oh, okay. So, hey, man, you never know. So, just give you a frame of reference. This is where we are. But yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, wrap things up with a three up, three down, which obviously, if we're talking about the CONCACAF Gold Cup, we're going to do a three up, three down on the CONCACAF Gold Cup jerseys. And that also includes the teams that are competing in the prelims. So, yeah. Jam packed show. I think I, I, I'll say it's a jam packed show. I think there's, there's, there's going to be a lot to do. So, we can't wait to get to it. So, we're gonna get. We're gonna go ahead and take a break, unless everyone wants to add anything to this. Nope, nothing at all right now, sir. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take a break. You guys are gonna listen to an ad, and then we'll get going with the show. Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it is simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, we listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible. Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. And we are back. This time I actually did hit the record button on, on accurately this time. <laughs> All right. All right. And anyway, we got some coaching rumors going around. And we got to start things off with, obviously, is Frank DeBoer stepping down as the manager for the Netherlands after a very embarrassing exit uh, for them, uh, especially when they looked amazing in the group stages. But just another disappointment for Frank DeBoer, who couldn't even keep his job for with Atlanta United. And it, it was, it'll be interesting to see where Frank DeBoer goes from here. Because <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm kind of shocked that the Netherlands even gave him the job, <laughs> to be frank, especially on how he did with the MLS. Um, and Frank yeah. DeBoer in general, man, hasn't really had like the most illustrious, at least in recent, hasn't had like the most illustrious like track record. But anyways, uh, continuing on, Rafa Benitez has become the manager of Everton, replacing Carlo Ancelotti yet again. Rafa Benitez, I feel like he just he has this thing about just following up he Carlo follows, Ancelotti. He just he just wants to one up him, man. He has to have that one time to shine. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, he didn't want up. He, he I mean, didn't want up Real Madrid. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe that's actually what he didn't even last. Didn't very last very know, long in Real Madrid. I know, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, maybe he wants to. I'll give you Napoli. Finally, no, I mean, maybe he wants to finally one up him, even though it's not um, per se. His, his his highlights, you know what I mean? Like it's just um, he's known for other stuff, and instead of uh, actually making it yeah, into the championship, or he's he's known for more of the lower tier stuff. I mean, well, you can't say that. I mean, Rafa Badinez was part of an amazing time in Liverpool, so <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, I'll say that. I'm pretty sure Kess is gonna. I'm pretty sure Kess yeah. is throwing a book at me right now, or like a, a shoe or something. Yeah, sure he's he's very carefully there because Rafa is a good manager. He just said, he "Just I don't he, know. I don't well, know. He, he wasn't bad know. at Newcastle. He wasn't. He didn't do bad at Newcastle. Yeah, he had Gavin Harris and Santi Munoz. You know what I mean? Oh wait, wrong. Jesus wrong. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tottenham has hired a manager, and his name is Nuno Espiritu Santo, who was the manager at Wolverhampton. So I mean. Guys wow. know. Oh now, my lord! Both have to now. Wait, is he Portuguese? Yeah. Okay, that's so what all maybe the maybe Tottenham's going to start buying in on 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 Portuguese players. They're going to on Benfica players. Benfica, Porto. Benfica. What? What? At Porto. Um, maybe Ren- a little bit of Renato starting. Sanchez is going to go to Tottenham. Is this? Bro, we don't know. Hey, <laughs> you never know. Hey, what about that kid? The one that I always tell you about, um, Darwin Nunez. You think maybe? <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. Uh, it's, we don't I know what's going to happen with Tottenham. No one knows what's happening at Tottenham, but they they got their guy, sort of. I mean, after, yeah. after being wait, okay, we'll, after getting we'll we'll wait. <laughs> maybe we'll, he'll maybe we'll, he'll back out of the job. <laughs> we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe he'll actually do a hell of a job. Um, I mean, he may no, actually. He, I mean, it. he did a good job at Wolverhampton. So I'm not saying that he's you know he's not a bad manager. I mean, Wolverhampton became yeah. became amazing. You know, a team that looked really good. I mean, they never made it to that extra step that they should be doing. But I mean, they had a very talented roster. Obviously, they had a, you know Triore. They had uh, when they when healthy Raúl Jiménez. So I mean, it was you know Wolverhampton was a pretty good team. I think they'll be a, at least uh, someone competing for for seven and six. You know, in the Premier League, at least it will. Hopefully, that's what they were hoping for. But I don't know what's gonna happen. Be interesting to see who Wolverhampton goes after, um, but it's just interesting to see what. New, uh, I just like how his last name is Holy Ghost, but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, Arsenal and French legend Patrick Vieira becomes the manager of Crystal Palace. Damn, that's awesome! Though I mean, for for Patrick Vieira, but you know, I'm pretty sure Arsenal fans would have loved to see him. You know, uh, well, I mean, some, some some of them are still kind of being with with uh with, with Mikel Arteta, and some are, right, are, right. are are, are, are mean, not are not for Mikel Arteta. It's a very mixed bag with Mikel Arteta. Okay. Right as now. as an Arsenal fan, as an Arsenal fan, what are you right now? Like, are you for Mikel Arteta or are you against him, or not even against him, but just you're just like having your your big doubts? I don't have my doubts with Mikel Arteta. I think Mikel Arteta is a good manager. The issue is just. The the you know Stan Kroenke is cheap. That's that's yeah. honestly the big issue. Is just he's cheap, and I mean because of his cheapness, that's the reason why they weren't able to keep Odegaard. Now they're gonna have to like go and look elsewhere for 
for someone, or maybe Smith Rowe has to be the guy to step up. And that's probably a reason why uh, Smith Rowe has been, no one's, they're not taking any offers for Smith Rowe, which makes sense. I mean, Saka and Smith Rowe to me are like untouchable for, for Arsenal, but. I, yeah, I don't. I, mean, think, I don't think. The, I don't think Mikel Arteta is bad. I don't think he's a bad manager. I just think that he's in a shitty situation because you're in a really cheap club right now. And I mean, yeah, Arsene Wenger was, was able. Arsene Wenger was able to figure things out because the man found guys for that were like a little bit not not too expensive, and then became really good players under him. But I mean, you know, like that's not it's not every manager that can do that. So, I mean, Arsenal yeah, was exactly. a very rare manager to have. And, I mean, there's a reason why he had such a long career at Arsenal and why yeah. <laughs> ever since he left. I mean, he kept it. Similar, he kept similar it. to Sir Alex Ferguson in Manchester United, ever since he left, it ha- there hasn't been a manager that has even been close to double-digit years. Um, and, I mean, no one's going to touch how long those two careers have been as a manager for one team. Well, no, they, I, I agree big time. Um, what I was going to tell you is, do you think that with the player? I mean, remember, remember, this is going off of, of a interview that with Mizuto Zil. Remember, he said that Smith Rowe is actually basically going to be the one to take over his number ten, well, like that's um, not to a, take over his that, spot. That's not I mean, that shocking. Just, it's not just, shocking. It's not shocking because I mean, everybody saw what Smith Rowe can be. I mean, Smith Rowe's yeah. going. Smith, Smith Rowe's another part. Like England's go- like we we talked about this before. England kind of is having like another golden generation. I mean, we're you know when we think of English golden generations, so obviously you think of Stevie Gerrard, Frank Lampard, David Beckham, um, uh, Jordi Best. I mean, wait, wait, I mean, what? I know it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. It's John, not the same. It's John not the same. Terry, <laughs> Wayne it's Rooney. Not the same. It's not the same. I'm talking era, about the I mean, golden generation. I'm talking about the, the golden generation. No, sorry, I thought you meant the golden age generation. <laughs> <laughs> no, the golden generation. But I mean, Smith uh, okay. and you know, you're seeing what's so- like soccer. He's he's making some appearances over right now for the Euros for England. Um, I mean, I think I think Smith. There's a reason why there's a lot of hype with Smith Bro. People haven't seen it yet, just because he hasn't been playing. But since he be- he started playing right. more, he's been. Amazing! I think Saka and him are gonna have are, are gonna be a bright part of Arsenal's future. It's just that Arsenal needs to pony up and and get get some guys that can come in and and actually impact this team so they can compete for a Champions League spot and you know hopefully one day for Premier League title. But yeah, yeah. and I know that's what you want. Well, and that's what anybody wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody. That's what anybody wants. Yeah, you just don't want to name. You just don't want a name drop. That's all. But no, that's what I'm saying. Like. Let, like, let's be real. Like, no one, like, no, especially if you're a fan of a top club, which is where, like, you know, Arsenal was a super league team. But, like, uh, the thing is that, like, you, you go, like, every year, the, regardless of what, what kind of fan you are, whether you're a Norwich fan, whether you're a Man U fan, a Man City fan, your, your, your hopes is that they're going to win it somehow. It just, you okay, know. when you say Norwich, I was like, really, bro? <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, if you're a fan of that team, you want them to win it. Like, you're they're in it, so you want them to win it. it, it like, I mean, hey, hey, you know what? A few years ago, we were laughing at the thought of Leicester City winning a, a, a Premier League title. I, I was not laughing. I was not laughing at all. I was actually you were not. You were. Like. I'm not saying not. Oh my god, Edward! I said before the season started. Not, oh no, actually, I was just like, oh, you really? Like, oh, all right, yeah. so that season, you said, oh, Leicester City is gonna win the Premier League. 
No, they just got promoted, so I was I can't even judge them. That's what I'm just saying. Same, 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 same no, with same same. No, wait, what the fuck are you arguing about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just telling you. No, because like, I was like, I made this statement, and then you're over here arguing with me, and then I made the point of Lancaster, and you're over here saying, No, I believed in Lancaster. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, what do you mean? We're going with this. I'm like, you're kind of confusing I, the fuck out of me right now. Uh, I'm just going off of what you're, what you're going off. What did I you say? Norwich. You said Norwich. I was like, out of all teams to say it, Norwich. Because I'm pointing out every fan should want to be winning the Premier League. That's you not. Mean, a, that's not. I, I, that's not I, I don't mean to be. I don't. I'm mean not to saying be go. Rude. You know, everyone should grasp for straws here, but I'm just saying you. If you're in it, you want your team to win it, regardless of your situation. You just know you got to go play the games. Obviously, as as things go by, you're gonna have to just, like set your your your. But I mean, the the first day of the season, it, it's a clean slate. Everybody's in the same level, aside from their bank accounts. But I mean, like right. the same. Like I said, using Leicester City, City as an example, no one thought that team was gonna win the Premier League, and I they won it. But they no, won no, it, yeah. no, don't you know? Don't pull that bullshit. No, no. Oh, we could have saw it. We could have saw it. They had some quality. No. I didn't even say if they were going to lose or win. I remember. I was like, damn, I was surprised. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised, no, but, but I'm not going like, to say. I'm really trying to figure out what the, where the fuck you were going with this. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I just said Norwich, like, kind of looked at you with a scoff a little bit. Like, you know. I was making a point that everybody wants to win the Premier League. <laughs> okay. You're the one. You're I'm the one. Back away. And, I'm gonna wait, do the Homer Simpson hope, into the bush right now. No, I hope Norwich fans attack you at, like the way Fulham fans were attacking me with me talking Crap. trash about their club. <laughs> I mean, no, Fulham actually. Ah, uh, well, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, ah, Fulham actually, and I was like, oh, well, they're in the championship, so <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I was like, oh, yeah. I hope I hope freaking Norwich fans start sliding into your DMs. <laughs> Luckily, nobody slid into my DMs, whether I want them there or they're not, or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got messages from Fulham fans like, "Why the fuck you talk about my club like that? You don't know what the fuck my club has." I'm like, no one knows what the fuck your club has. <laughs> There's a hidden gem somewhere. It's probably hidden there for ten years, and you don't know. Oh man, they're about to lose Anthony Robinson. So, anyways, yeah. what I was saying. But obviously, you want to win the Premier League. Everybody wants to win the Premier League. It's not like, oh, just certain clubs want to win the Premier League. No, if your team is in the Premier League, you want to win the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. I'm not going to say you're wrong. It's just, I'll be honest. I, I, like you said, Norwich fans are probably going to go in my DMs, blow me up, and probably threaten me and stuff. But I was, I was scoffing because it's Norwich City, you know. It's not like they went out and did a Leeds United and just did like a whole three three sixty changed basically everything. Well, you, know? you don't, you don't so, know that. Have you been following what Norwich City has been doing? Not really, and honestly, well, I don't uh, think I well, should. There, well, there you go. I've been following a little bit of Leeds because I'm like, damn, like they've been they've been showing up. So you know, okay. <laughs> this way, like this way, this way, so far off from what we were doing. Yeah, here. I know. That's what I was saying. I was, I was like, let's just get back on track. Let's just focus this, on what we're doing. This is your fault, by the way. Uh, what? I'm just, I'm just. Telling you're the, you, you're uh, the one that scoffed at Norwich City. Exactly. But you get, you're the one you that asked went, me a question. Oh. 
you asked me a question and I answered the question and then I gave you a comment about how everybody <laughs> would want to win the win the Premier League and I mentioned Norwich City and you were the one insulted. <laughs> I, I wasn't yes, insulted. It, this was, was your fault. Actually, <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. I wasn't insulted. I did stuff at Norwich City saying, you know, like you saying that Norwich City basically may, well, you didn't say it. You said more of a, that you want the fa- the fans want Norwich City to actually win the, um, the, the the cup, but you're not wrong, but it's just, I scoffed at the fact that thinking, hey, that's actually a reality. You know, like, Norwich City winning the cup, but I'm like, you got all these big name teams. I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say, oh, it's gonna happen. Unless if they do what Leeds United did, which is just basically change the entire squad and just go okay, out. Okay, well, buy I don't game. know about Leeds United changing the entire squad. They they added a few pieces, but they didn't change. They the bolstered squad. themselves, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah but know. they already had Bamford. They we're, already we're going, had we're Phillips. Going off track here. We're going off track. Here. <laughs> Edward, why is it? Back. Why you keep trying to? Like I'm like over I'm here. Like, I'm I'm winning this debate. By the way. <laughs> like, I, I know you are. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you what I think, and we're getting derailed here. So I just want, I just want to get back on the track. You know what I'm You're saying? the reason why we derailed. I, I know, I know. That's why I'm telling you. Let's get back on track. Let's okay. go ahead and let's get back on track. Uh, okay. And the last coaching rumor was, whoa, is Chris Armas has been relieved of duties at Toronto FC. Hey, maybe Frank DeBoer becomes a new manager at Toronto. I mean, the bar is pretty low right now at Toronto because it don't look so good. So, hey, maybe Frank DeBoer could take over that. So that is the coaching rumors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, like we spent almost like 15 minutes on that itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Thanks, Edward. All right. I'm, oh, God. Thanks, Edward. You already admitted it was your fault. Transfer watch. All right. Antoine Griezmann is looked at as an alternative for Manchester City. I'm assuming if they can't get Jack Grealish or Harry Kane, Griezmann's probably their next their next target. Which, I mean, right. makes sense. I don't know. Well, actually, no. He does fit a little bit better with Man City, even though it's crazy enough that Pep Guardiola, the, the tiki-taka guy, but, you know, I feel like he's changed his style of play with the players that he has at Man City. And, I mean, Man City is all about pace and and I mean, adding Phil, adding Griezmann with Phil Foden, that might be, that might be crazy good. Crazy to think that this is an alternative. <laughs> but, but, nah, I mean, but I mean, you got you got to think about it. They're also both uh, their main foot is their lefty, their left, their left footed. So I mean, that's that's pretty badass. So I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, I think you would hate that though, knowing that you're a man you fan. <sighs> Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you, you know how much I love Phil Fun? And then that actually go ahead and buy him either for Dortmund or whatever team I end up playing with. I just, God, like, yeah, you're right, dude. Like, even just seeing Phil Fun play against Man U, dude, I'm always worried. Like, I'm like, fuck. Oh, like, All right. So and our, think, he's not leaving anytime soon. He's not leaving anytime no, soon. No, he's not. He's about to be their number 10. Uh, Arsenal. Yep, yep, yep. So Arsenal rejected a $30 million bid. From Aston Villa for Smith Rowe, who we mentioned earlier. Uh, Zonka hits at Arsenal exit. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Arsenal in talks with Benfica for Tavares, who is a fullback over there. 
I actually kind of like him. I think he's he's a he's a promising fullback. Actually, a player that I I, I end up getting a lot in FIFA. So I, I actually like this move. Actually, a, a guy that I've actually taken for Arsenal a few times in FIFA. So uh, get out of my feet uh, out of my FIFA saves, Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal preparing to make a bid for Sheffield United's goalkeeper Ramsdale. So it's interesting what's happening with Arsenal with the goalkeeper position because you would think that they they have something solid with Leno, and now you're seeing all these rumors with goalkeepers. Ramsdale, a very I think a really good goalkeeper, a very promising goalkeeper. So I mean he's English and all that, but I mean you know I still I still think it's weird that they're going for goalkeepers when you have Leno. Um, Barcelona's uh, link Damsgaard has a fifty million dollar price tag, fifty million euro price tag to be more specific. Mm. Who has been killing it with Denmark right now? Yeah, um, dude, I'm um, just damn. Barca Barcelona's fearful to join Leeds United for fifteen million. Conrad de la Fuente joined Marcial. Yeah, that's actually that's that's. I mean. It, okay, let me ask you this. It was a transfer, right? It was a transfer. It's a transfer. Back. Okay. I mean, I'm sure Barcelona, being as smart as they are, they probably, if they really value Conrad de la Fuente, I'm sure that they probably put a they buyback clause. They, they did like a buyback clause, but like as a cheap rate, not too much. I'm just assuming. I mean, that's usually what most, at least what, what Barcelona and Real Madrid likes to do is do those buyback clauses. But yeah, so Conrad de la Fuente will be playing in Ligue 1 uh, this, this coming season. Matches United going in for Goretzka. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's, that's a crazy thing right there. It's going to be interesting. I, li- I, I like that move for them. I think. Definitely better than no offense to Vanderbeek, but definitely better than Vanderbeek uh, for that one. Uh, Leicester to sign Salzburg star Daka for twenty three million. Tavares is going to Arsenal for seven million, so that is a steal. Um, well, well, let me let me let me go back to the one you said before about Shaka. I'm pretty sure you're happy. What about about Shaka? By him hinting a leave? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of already said my thing about it, but... <laughs> Usually you said more than the thing about it. Everyone knows, the rent. Everybody knows how I feel about Jacques. Like, exactly. So, I mean, like, yes, I'm happy. But it, the man's still on the roster. Until that man's out of the roster, I will not be celebrating just yet. I'm going to hold my celebration until he's officially out of the roster. And yeah. Anyway, so came back in track. Uh, Hakimi joins PSG. It's like, is PSG going to be a problem this season? I'm telling you, dog. The, the super team is just like, I don't like, I can't. It's right on the horizon, bro. I mean, you I'm know what? You know, I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even mad for you anymore. Like, you're due for like a take to actually come for told. Because I mean, <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm not like a big PSG fan. I'm not a fan yeah, at all. You had your hot take that you thought Barcelona wasn't going to make the wasn't going to qualify for champions. I mean, technically, that's still up in the air, depending if UEFA chooses to punish Barcelona. Oh gosh! <laughs> so you might be right damn on Barcelona. That. Walk away, walk away, damn it! You might be right on that on your take about Barcelona qualifying I mean, for I mean, Champions League, as, 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 and as, the whole as, team over thing. 
Oh gosh, bro. I mean, Timo Werner just let me down big time. I'm not even a Chelsea fan, you know that. And I just yeah, want, I just want Timo Werner like to Timo be good. Yeah, like the dude, the dude was cold, but it's just he literally was cold. Yeah. Anyways. So this should probably get you a little bit happy. Manchester United finally got their guy. Jaden Sancho will be with Manchester United for 73 million euros. Also probably a little bit, it's like a bittersweet moment for you because obviously that means uh, Dorman will not have Jaden Sancho. But I mean, as loaded as Dorman is with youth talent, I'm sure that they'll be fine. Um, Bro, like literally Dorman? I don't know. Like, like, okay. They're like Ajax and, you know, like those foreign teams that they call them. It's just, I kind of wish Dorthman would just stick with the players and just, just, just like Marco Rose, like how Mario Gotze was before he decided to leave Bayern. Like, you know, like, uh, like peace check, you know, like, uh, dude, I was so, I just want them to do so well. I want them to actually win the championship. I want them to actually be far enough in the Champions League. Like I, I just, I want, I want them to at least win one fucking time. <laughs> yeah, they have. A, they, that's how they were in the Champions League finals when they played Bayern Munich. Yes, and, and it just, oh, bro, like that was, they that's, have that final is such an afterthought for me. I keep forgetting that final happened. No, it's, it's just, oh, they're they're an amazing team. No, they I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I always forget that that final happened because. It, it wasn't. I don't. I feel like it was a very uneventful final. Sort of. Anyways, uh, Arsenal is making a bid for Locatelli. I mean, the way he's looking right now at Italy, I can I can imagine why. Mbappe does not want an extension at PSG. So, oof. yeah. Oh yeah, I I read about that, and actually, it's it's looking more and more like. Ramadan might actually get away with it, like getting Mbappe. Well, so, I and mean, you also you also have this whole thing that PSG is prepared to to bench him if he doesn't sign a de- make an extension. So, well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna end up fucking. It, him. It, it's not looking good for there's like PSG looks kind of good, and then it kind of does look good at the same time. So, well, no, then, then at that point, do you really okay? Let's put it this way: as a player. As a player, would you actually want to play for a team who benches one of their stars? No. One of their but main I mean, players? It, it, it's just the fact that they know it's the inevitable. Like, Mbappe is going to go elsewhere because, I mean, he, right now he's just a big fish in a very small pond. No offense to Ligue oh, yeah. But, like, if he really wants to be truly live up to the potential that everyone has him right now as being, like, the next best thing along with uh, Erling Haaland, He's gonna have to leave and go to a better league. Like even if he goes to like a, a Bayern or a Liverpool, he has to go to that next level. Like he doesn't necessarily yeah. have to go. I want him to go to Real Madrid, but he doesn't have. To, it doesn't have to be Real Madrid as long as he goes to one of those. Those uh, the, right now, to me, still the the big three leagues is you know EPL, La Liga, and Bundesliga. Like Serie A is looking good, but they're not there yet. And Ligue, I mean. Aside from just Leo having a, that amazing season and looks like they're losing all their players from that <laughs> uh, and their coach, so I mean, like it's still it, like it's still PSG's league to lose, and yeah, so like, pretty much Mbappe has to go elsewhere because I mean he's not going to face real competition unless he goes to one of those three leagues that I just mentioned. Um, I mean, maybe some people might say Bundesliga is a little bit 
one-sided as well. But I mean, I feel like the competition is a little bit better than it is in, in Lagoon. No offense to Lagoon. But huh, I mean, it's, it, we'll see what happens with, with Mbappe. I hope he goes to Real Madrid. I mean, I would love to see that, but it, only time would tell. Um, Chelsea and Manchester United are on alert after Declan Rice rejects West Ham offer. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's, Can you imagine a midfield with Declan Rice and Goretzka? Nice. And Bruno Fernandes. Okay, there's too many. That's too. That's too. Where's the defense? <laughs> like, I guess they're approaching I mean, who needs defense when you can score like eight goals a game. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> like I was about to say, I was like, who needs defense when you got that counter attack? When you got Bruno Fernandes just running down the field, and then all of a sudden he just two players yeah. waiting, to be open. and then causing a pen, and then and then forcing a penalty. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. Pretty uh, much. Juve are heavy favorites to get Locatelli. Well, that just kind of crushed my dreams there. <laughs> <laughs> Mata signs a one-year deal with Manchester United. What? He's he's going back. Yep. What? Man, imagine that midfield. Wow, <laughs> bro. Like honestly, I feel he's just gonna sign the deal for one year. He's gonna be a fucking superstar. That's it. I mean, that's all nothing, he's be. nothing wrong with that. I'm sure he knows where he's at right now in his career. Um, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like he's just gonna be a superstar. That's yeah. Not. Chelsea's Gilmore to go on loan with Norwich City. Okay, okay. There you go. Sergio Ramos joins PSG. That's all I gotta say. What did I say? What did I fucking say? I fucking knew it. Super team on the world. Okay. Jesus Christ. Well, we all, we braced ourselves for this shit. We knew that this was coming. No, no, no. I knew that this was coming. No, you I mean, I, I braced my, me. no, I'm bracing myself. Once I saw the Sergio Ramos rules, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to brace myself now because everyone wants to the fuck up about it. <laughs> All right, Liverpool and Caribbean. Brace yourself. And then fucking just holding on to something. Liverpool and Spurs going after Sosulo's Berardi. I mean, another Italian player that's looking amazing right now for Italy in the Euros. <laughs> so, I mean, everyone's buying in on Italian players. Makes sense. But maybe Italy's like, maybe it's always, it's, win. there's always that hot team, that hot national team that's <laughs> doing really good. And it's like, oh, we, it's like how everybody at one point wanted a French player. Now everybody, mm-hmm. how everybody wanted at one point a German player. Everybody wanted mm-hmm. a Portuguese player, and now it's gonna be, hey, let's get back on the Italian bandwagon. So it's an interesting science. Kamavinga uh, exit from Rennes is inevitable, so it's gonna be interesting to see what Kamavinga ends up going to because he is a highly sought out player. Kind of going back to how the fact that everybody wants a French player. This <laughs> Kamavinga is over here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong about that, man. Uh, Arsenal player Guendouzi close to making a deal with Marcio. Uh, joining Conrad De La Fuente would be Guendouzi. So, Damn. Yep. Marco okay, FC okay. hoping to sign Dani Alves and use Dani Alves to lure Messi to Farco FC in Egypt. Do you think that's gonna? Nah, I, I honestly don't think unless so. they have like some oil money that we don't know of. Nah, even honestly, with Messi, I don't even think it's about the money. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's it's, it's, it's a hail mary move for me. Like you bring it. I mean, Donny Alves can still play at his age, but oh, I think no, he, he also. Play. But I think he wants to stay in Brazil. I think yeah, he likes think his. He, is, well, well, okay. Let me put it this way: even with the money, I the only place I think he would end up going with money is either PSG. Or possibly even Qatar, or even just because Iniesta's there, uh, Japan. That's it. 
like I think those are the only places that he would go. Just because I, of that. But, I mean, well, let, let's wait on that, Edward, because you're getting a little ahead of yourself with that one. Right. I know, I know, I know. I'm just like I said, that's what I think. That if this I know, I know, but we wise, don't want to hear what you're thinking. <laughs> damn, you fucking suck. Okay. Well, I mean, bro, that's the fucking debate topic. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so Edward over here wants to be an asshole and not 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 wait for that shit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rafa Varane agrees to terms with Manchester United. Yay! So a back line with Varane and Harry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Wolves assigned Trincao on loan. So I think that's a good uh, another a good move. Another Portuguese player going to Wolverhampton. I mean, that's a good move for for Barcelona. Yeah, to I mean, let, yeah, loan him have, out. They have too many wingers. I mean, like it makes sense, dude. Literally, it's like all wingers. But, from, they probably as, start out as strikers, and all of a sudden, they but uh, speaking of wingers, Edward, Barcelona interested in Gosens. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know what to say now. Uh, I just want to drop this phone and just be like, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> so as they as they offload a, a winger, they go after a winger, another winger. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. They just, they, uh, Bar- I don't know. Barcelona said to release Pjanic and Umtiti. I kind of saw that one coming. I guess no one's giving them offers, so. I mean, it's I can't. That. I mean, if you're, if you're releasing them, it's because you can't, like, you just can't. No one wants them. So, or unless no one wants to pay how much they're wanting to sell them for. We got to really yeah, be, I know Spencer's over <laughs> here like, bro, why you guys got to keep saying selling these guys? Like, just the lingo. The thing. It's the lingo. Okay, let me let me tell you something. For Umpiti, I feel like he's worth something, something decent. But Pjanic, I feel like he oh, I mean, may I be rate, worth... I still rate Umpiti. I think he's still a really good forward. He just the health. No, he's, he's a, a hell. He's a center. He's a good center back. He's a hell of a good center back. It's just his health. His, his, health. his injury prone. Yeah, like um. But even then, if it, if it wasn't um, for his injuries, Umpiti would probably be one of the top center backs in the world. I wouldn't say he's bro, the he's, top. He is indeed top because I mean no one's gonna. I mean, think about it. He's also he's, he technically he technically has a World Cup under his belt. Technically, I mean, he was part of that World Cup team. He played in, yeah. the, in the World Cup team. I don't know how you say technically. That's I say just, technically. I say I, technically because because I mean <clears throat> he, he was a starter I mean, for the World Cup team. I mean he, he wasn't technically. I mean he actually played for for France in the World Cup. So who who else was a center back besides Varane? Besides MPP and Varane? Umtiti and Varane. That was the pairing. Really? That okay. was the center back pairing. Ironically, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Okay. But I mean, anyways. The, the only thing shocking from the back line of that, of that World Cup team was Ben Pavard being the starting right back. <laughs> that was like, because it was like this kid that's playing in the second division in France. It was the second division, uh, second division somewhere. And he was starting. And then next, you know, like after that, he goes and plays for Bayern Munich. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was the only like shocking move because everybody's like, who's this Ben Bavard kid? But, yeah. I mean, that champ knows what he's doing, man. Anyways, uh, PSV expecting to lose their, their stars, Malin and Dumfries. I believe I, Malin, I don't think he played for Dutch, but I know Dumfries played for the Dutch in the Euros. I think I saw him a little bit. So now everybody wants to get themselves a Dutch player. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, remember, remember when, remember when Elias was, was like the hot item? Like everybody wanted that winger. He want they wanted Elias. Yeah. And then after that, it just kind of died down. Tottenham want to keep Harry Kane. 
Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> that's a, that's an obvious one. <laughs> Uh, but I don't yeah, think I, mean, I don't I don't I don't I really don't personally think if Nuno Espiritu Santo would be enough to to make Harry Kane stay. I mean, unless he thinks like, oh, I love what he did with Raúl Jiménez. But um, and the last one is Barca won't budge on Messi's wages. So maybe that's the reason why Messi hasn't signed a deal with Barcelona. It's because I guess he doesn't like the the wages that they're offering him. So, I don't know, but apparently they won't budge. That's all I got to say for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is the transfer watch. Once again, to give you guys a reference, we record this on Monday. So that is from last last Monday all the way till when, when we're recording this. So, so just to guys give you a reference. On the, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, so-and-so just signed. Well, you know, we don't know. <laughs> we told We told you. But anyways, there were te- headlines, man. All right, to start things off, Olivia Moultrie becomes the youngest player in NWSL history. How old, is, how old is she? Olivia Moultrie is 15 years old, and she signs a three-year deal with the Portland Thorns. Wow, damn, 15, bro! Like we haven't, we haven't even really seen in the men's league. We have, I think, the youngest we've seen was like 17. Or 16. What, in MLS? No, Freddie no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started with that shit. Oh, man. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, but even, like, in the Spain and La Liga and stuff, I still remember Boyan was, like, technically considered the youngest. Hmm. I mean, I mean, what, Odegaard was, like, 15? Yeah. Oh, was he? When yeah. he first started with Real? Okay. It's nothing new. And, and, yeah. But yeah, so she signed a three year deal for the Portland Thorns. So the thing was, though, for this deal to get done, uh, a legal battle actually happened. And that was because oh, the, what? the NWSL was actually stopping this, this signing from happening because the legal minimum wage to sign to an NWSL team is 18 years old. So, Olivia Olivia had her team of lawyers come in and started a legal battle with the NWSL. And once, obviously, clearly, she signed a deal, so they they won. So they won the <laughs> they won the lawsuit, and now Olivia Moultrie is a player for the NWSL. But this isn't the only time she's actually been a pro since the age of thirteen. Damn! Really? Yeah. So she was. She, she hasn't. She, she hasn't elsewhere. really starred. Yeah, she had, so she was playing, I guess you could say, like, um, not professionally, but maybe like a semi-pro, like Division no, 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 she was she was a pro. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a pro. Damn. Yeah. God, what have I been doing with my life? Uh, well, you didn't focus on the, on the, on the, on the fundamentals. On the fundamentals. So right. That's, that's your own damn fault, Edward. Yeah, I mean, heel flicks and tricks and Ronaldinho kind of style play. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Exactly. But yeah, so now right. she, she is a professional player for the for the Portland Thorns. Um, her, I guess this is her first time as a senior, I guess senior team-wise because I know she played at one point for Beach FC. That's a cool name. <laughs> Beach? Like as in 
Playa? Like Miami Beach? Yeah. Yeah. Who's your club, Beach FC? It sounds so chill. <laughs> but, oh, for real, dude. But yeah, I mean, she's already she's already gotten called up with the with the U seventeen US women's national team. So I mean, clearly she's on she's on someone's radar and Portland wanted to jump and get this girl as soon as crazy enough, this girl's playing on a team with Christine Sinclair. So if, if there's anybody to learn from, I believe Christine Sinclair has been a pro since has been playing for the for the Canadian national team since she was sixteen. Which is the reason Damn. why she has her goal scoring record that she has. But I mean, yeah. yeah. So if there's anybody to learn from anyone from, it is the fact that you're playing alongside Christine Sinclair. So that that is a great start for her career. And and this is kind of where we were talking about uh, a few episodes ago about the whole, you know, European teams are gonna start trying to buy a bunch of players from, you know, from across the world to improve their women's game over there. And yeah. This is kind of a sign as to why I'm not really that concerned with the NWSL from not it's gonna continue to grow because of you know, one, they have like a massive talent pool with the women's college soccer world. But I mean, now you're having this. Now now that you change the legal minimum age, I feel like you're gonna see more more signings kind of maybe not as as young as this, but you know, maybe like a sixteen year old, seventeen year olds making those pro contract signings. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I mean, it, it, I guess if we can't make it with the men's team, fuck it. Like, we'll, we'll be happy with the, the like those young contract signings. Like, you don't you don't really see those a lot with the men's and the MLS team. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, there's some changes going on now. Like, I feel like there you're seeing more younger players playing. I mean, you're seeing K. Cal, you're seeing Brandon. You know, you saw Brandon Aronson. You saw you saw. Um, you know, you know, Caden Clark, you know, who's now is going to RB Leipzig. So there's American, uh, at least male American players that are, you know, you're seeing younger M- MLS players now. I mean, that obviously wasn't the trend with the MLS because obviously it's the retirement league for a reason. But, <laughs> but I mean, the let's NWSL. So, I was like, let's make it the young league. <laughs> which I hope so. I mean, that, that would help out tremendously for the, for the national team. But let's face it, we're not. The women's game has been, as far, especially in America, has been great, and there's reasons why. And I think the Portland Dorns are trying to continue that, as now they have Olivia now with their team, and uh, definitely someone to keep an eye on as she continues to develop in the pro game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, she. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, I think uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm following you on that one. Um, We'll, we'll keep an eye on her, like just to make sure you know everything's complete I mean, with her. Next year, next year, Edward does have Paramount Plus now, so <laughs> you can definitely catch those NWSL games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Sometimes you know, with the weekend, the kids, oof, hardly ever catch anything. Yeah, I, I, I get you. All like all, all I get to watch is um, Cars or Big Hero Six or even Toy Story now. Are they finally watching Big Hero Six? Yeah, he could is, but Mateo, he's not so big on it. But they like to watch Buzz and Woody, so they've been watching Toy Story 2, actually, a lot. Anyways, getting back on track here. Tony Cruz retires from the German national team. So... Are you going to say something? Or? I mean, I'm not going to... 
Germany's a Germany has a freaking squad in death, so I'm I'm just saying like I am not gonna be like I'm super shocked that who they're gonna get to replace him and everything like that. No, I'm, that's not. We're not talking about his replacement. We're talking about the man's career. I mean, he's he's had a illustrious career. I mean, shit, he's got a World Cup under his belt too. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you're over here thinking about like, oh, you know, it's okay. They got all like, no, Tony Cruz. It's a big, it's big. You know, he decided to retire uh, after 106, yeah. 106 caps for Germany. He's 31 years old. So, I mean, it's not so much of age, but I mean, he's just ready to focus he's more. He's ready to call it, I guess. He's call it a day, national-wise. No, yeah, that's exactly what it is, because he wants to focus more on Real Madrid. And, but more importantly, wants time with his family. You got to think about it. This guy has been playing for the German national team always. He's always, like, since his first call-up, uh, going all the way back, um, when he, you know, at a younger Tony Cruz. But, like, right. you know, ever since he got called up with Germany, he's been part of their tournaments. He's been He's been part of their call-ups. And I mean, let's face it, th- th- that's a lot of summers. So when he's not playing for his club, Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, what's he doing? He's, you know, playing for Germany's national team and obviously was part of that World Cup team. A pivotal yeah. part of that World well, Cup team. Um, yeah, pivotal. Uh, I was going to tell you, um, but what about, like, okay, so for for example, he's he's been playing with that, you know, with that team for a long, long, long time. But since you're bringing up family, doesn't he bring his family with him on like certain tournaments, like international tournaments? Yeah, but they don't see him as much. He has to go practice. He has to go train. He has, right. he has press conference. Like he just wants to focus on family. Okay, Dominic yeah, Toretta, I mean, I, Dominic Toretta right now is probably you know having a, a joyful uh, smile here. There's in probably family. another meme coming out of us. <laughs> and, freaking dude, I'm getting tired of those memes. Dog. I'm like, man, the, I love the, the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Toretto, but, the Toretto family, damn, bro. Oh god, dude! They put Dragon Ball Z. They put Avatar: The Last Airbender. They put god, like they put some. No, they put they put the Avengers. Like Thanos is like, I am inevitable, and he's like, you know what else is inevitable? Family. He's like, I was I, like, no, come on. No, I'm inve- inevitable. I was like, I have family. I got family. Um, so no, yeah. there was one with three screens. There was one with three screens, and the the, the second screen was like, anyways. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, but, so yeah, so. Tony Cruz's reason for retiring with the—I mean, one—he's had a one hell of a, a career, obviously World Cup champion and everything like that. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, now he just wants to focus on his club, and, and more importantly, wants to just focus on his family. Um, he wants to be there for his wife and kids. So, I mean, it's it, it's a, it's fair, you know. You're 31 years old. I mean, at this point, I think maybe the World Cup isn't that much of a realistic, uh, a, a, a realistic goal. For him, I mean, at his position, but I mean, when you look at all the mid center midfielders that Germany has, I mean, it's it's a fair it's fair for him to say that he probably won't be part of Germany's plans, especially <coughs> with Hansi Flick being the new uh, coach for Germany, because obviously uh, yeah. Lowe also is hang you know hanging it up. <coughs> Dang, oh, you got me sick now. Um, yeah, it transferred over to the fucking phone. You know, fuck. Anyways, so. <laughs> But but I mean you know because with the new with the new manager of Hansi Flick taking over Germany I'm sure he's gonna wanna he's probably gonna move on from certain players I mean who knows what's gonna happen with Mueller um, but no I mean it's fair to say and I think maybe because of that he just wants to you know he knows that maybe his time with Germany was at its end anyways so he decided to get ahead of them before <laughs> before they could 
do that to him. So, I mean, a uh, smart move for Tony Cruz. I mean, he's a very smart, he's, he's very logical. He thinks, you know, he likes to be ahead of everything. Just, like just how like he plays his football, just, man. Yeah, he's logical. He, he likes to be like five steps ahead of everybody. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's Tony Cruz at his finest. And, and what an amazing career for him. It, like I said, you know, he's retiring a World Cup champion. No one can take that away from him. Um, and I mean, he's he, that's something that he always remind everybody is that hey, I won the World Cup. So yeah, oh no. yeah, especially when it comes to those tweets where he goes against other soccer players. Eh, I mean, it's not that he goes against. I mean, he obviously like I just think he's just very old minded. Uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously him and his beef with bombing that was that was spectacular. But anyways, yeah. So congratulations to Tony Cruz on just an amazing career with Germany. And I, I mean, you know, his career isn't over yet. So I mean, he's still going to play. Uh, but yeah, just congratulations to him. And there were the last headline. Everton fans stirred in Rafa to not sign with Everton. <laughs> That's all fucking, what you call it? Um, like threatening and shit. It kind of reminds me of that fucking... Uh, let me, uh, what do I put? What do I say? Um, when, you know, Derek Carr, not Derek Carr, I'm tripping, bro. Fucking tripping. Um, Matt Schaub with the Texans, whenever uh-huh. he fucking, they lost the fucking, uh, the playoffs and shit, and they fucking went to his house and shit, burning trash cans and shit in front of his house. Oh, it wasn't because of the like, playoffs, putting, man. No, it was that oh, when he was throwing picks. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, he currently holds the NFL record for. I think he still has the record. I don't know if, the, if it was like consecutive pick six, uh, pick sixes. I think it was. It was like six or seven of them. Like in one game. Had, I don't know if he still has it or or James Winston now has it. I don't. I'm not entirely sure. But anyways, well, okay. Anyways, sticking, sticking with our football. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Rafa Benitez, who everybody now knows from from listening to the coaching the coaching rumors, is now the manager of Everton. If you guys know Rafa Benitez, especially Kelsey and Liverpool fans, he was once the manager of Liverpool in a, a really good era of Liverpool, 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 where you had Stevie G, you had Javi Alonso, you had uh, this one player. In a, I mean, obviously Jamie Carragher. Um, there's this one. I'm not player. gonna say James Miller. Oh, wait, I did. There you go. <laughs> Uh, who's that? It was a. Uh, I want to say he was Dutch. Oh, no, Dirk, Dirk Kite, Dirk Kite. There we go, that guy. Anyway, Kite. Um, it was a uh, Dirk Kite, Nino Torres. Um, was he Torres, part of Liverpool's um, Champions League team? I don't think he was. Was he? Um, I think he was. Ooh, I mean, wait. we can double check. I mean, I would say that's what Kelsey. But I mean, I, it, it's it's called Google Edward, but. <laughs> It's literally called Google. I don't know why why I have to why I have to like look up and it would have to. Yeah, I know. Jeez, thanks for saying that out loud. <laughs> That's what you get for wasting all that goddamn time initial. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You can hear the echo from the bathroom. Man, fuck. There we go. Alright, so we're going to see the roster because I don't personally believe Nino Torres was in there, but I could be wrong. Maybe. 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 I, 
No, he wasn't there. No, he was he was not. That's what I figured. So so good. So was he in Chelsea at that time? In two thousand five. Fuck, never mind. The 2005 Liverpool team had Barros up top, had Coel, Stevie Gerrard, Reese, Luis Garcia, Xabi Alonso, Triora at, at the left-back spot, uh, Hipia, Carragher, and Fernand, and a goalkeeper that had Jersey Dudek. So, yes, no, I think in 2005, I, I beat... Uh, Neil Torres was probably still with uh, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, this probably still at Atletico. <clears throat> so there you go. Dang. Looking at this, man, like you had uh, Deportivo La Corona like in the Champions League. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, it's, it's crazy. Like, time flies when you... Like... Yeah, man, wow. Just, look, just looking at these, uh, at these, at these uh, teams that were on this list. Bayer Leverkusen was a Champions League. Well, I mean, they kind of were as well. I mean, they, they, they've always been here and there, you know, which is the Bayer with the... In that year, PSV was in the semifinal. I mean, PSV's a good team. They've actually... I've considered them actually Champions League material. I just, you know... Anyways, so... so okay, let's just move on. But anyway, so Rafa Marta, Rafa Benitez. Rafa Marquez. <laughs> Rafa Benitez... Um, you know, like I said, was part of Liverpool, was a, was a former manager of Liverpool, a legendary manager for Liverpool. Uh, we kind of mentioned that before. But, you know, obviously, if you guys know anything about Liverpool and Everton, that's the Meyerside Derby. That is the rivalry because they're both in Liverpool. Um, so they're cross-town rivals, and I guess fans aren't necessarily thrilled with the thought of a Liverpool guy being in charge of their club. So much so that they had signs outside of Rafa Benitez's home and one of the signs actually said we know where you live, don't sign. The fuck? Oh gosh. I mean, clearly they know where they li- where he lived. They literally put it outside. Well, clearly, there. I mean. <laughs> but, um, it all, all, I mean, obviously it doesn't, It obviously Everton fans are just not happy having a former Liverpool manager there, but also kind of going back, there was Rafa Benitez ends up calling Everton a small club. And, oh. and when Everton uh, were, when Everton was insulted by that, his response was, no, I wasn't referring to the team. I was referring to how they were playing. And it's like, <laughs> great PR. Well, you, are, <laughs> you are just digging yourself a bigger and bigger hole, sir. But it doesn't matter. Rafa Benitez is the manager of Everton. Uh, it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be really interesting what happens with Everton, just to see. Bro, like, what if, what if, what if he actually makes him get all the way to, like, I say, even in the top four, just with the by doing that, you know, even with those comments, bro. Like, I, I don't know. How would you feel? Okay, how would you feel if one of the one of the managers, let's say, a former Barcelona manager, is like, well, Real Madrid's. Uh, a lesser club, but I'm going to go ahead and manage it anyways. And then next thing you know, it's like they're in the league. There was also a comment from when they were playing, when he was still with Liverpool. So this is like uh-huh. all the this is like a, a way back comment that he made. 
So this isn't like, oh, recently he called them a small club. He called them when he used to still manage Liverpool. So, I mean, I guess I guess if you're going to say that, I guess like, I don't know, Lu- Luis Enrique seems like the one that would be kind of the more, the one that talks more shit than any of the recent managers. Wow. I mean, he's straight I, up like, he, he called up no Real Madrid. I mean, to be fair, there's no like start, like looking at the starting 11 for Real Madrid right now, it's not like there's like a lot of Spanish players in there. But, um, <laughs> But I mean, like, I'll just use the example of Luis Enrique. If he were to call Real Madrid a small club, I mean, and then somehow ends up becoming the manager of Real Madrid, I wouldn't necessarily be thrilled about it because I mean, the guy just basically was dogging on my team. But I mean, it, you know, the, the, there's there's a vacancy. You need you need to fill that vacancy uh, for your team, and I, you know, Rafa Benitez has looked good with Newcastle United. So I mean. You know, if he could do that with Newcastle, let's see what he can do at Everton, who looked really good on the, in the second year with Ancelotti. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so we'll, hopefully hopefully Rafa is able to cool things down with the Everton fans, maybe say some nice things about Everton. Maybe maybe invite that, that girl. I like, that, yeah. <laughs> maybe invite that girl that, that made the music video about Liverpool. Like maybe that's how you win what, their hearts. What, what if what if what if what if he goes and says like some, something dumb like I like their blue jerseys? And like he does something stupid like yeah I like Liverpool I don't, jerseys. I don't think, I don't think Rafa Benitez is that stupid. Fuck! Apparently, if he's it's a small club, and then next you know he's like no 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 I was talking about the way they play. Oh come on dude! Like All right, so come on man. Maybe maybe you have something there, but we'll see. But yeah. So those are the headlines. Now we're debate time, even though you wanted to get ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so to blame it on me. Jesus Christ, Edward. Today you're just you're, you're just something else today. Anyways. <sighs> so for our debate topics, obviously it is dropped now on, on Instagram and Twitter at InsternameFC. You're gonna see the post. Um, and you can go ahead and share us your thoughts. And if you guys have an idea for a future debate topic. That you want us to, to debate on, well, if you put it in the either you can put it on the post or you can send it to us on a personal message. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Send I'm it to telling us. you, man. I'm being sick, bro. I'm being sick. <laughs> you can send us a personal message once again on Instagram and Twitter at InstaNameFC. Um, and if we like if we like the debate topic, we'll feature it on a future episode and give you a shout out uh, on that episode. And of course, when, when we post it on social media. So today's topic, even though once again Edward wanted to get ahead of himself, um, and I was trying to get him to shut up, but he wouldn't take the hint. Or apparently he that doesn't, read, was doesn't never. read this team these timelines. I don't read between the lines, sir. <laughs> anyway, so today's de- debate topic is where does Messi go? And well, I already said you, it. You pick your team and you state your case. So reiterated. So you want me to go first since I'm yes. already decided? All right. So basically, I think PSG. PSG has the money. PSG has the position to be able to actually offer Messi what he wants or what he even, let's say, what he wants to do, um, play. Um, you know what I mean? Like he, he, he has the, he's in the position to actually go to PSG and nothing's going to be wrong. Like, let's put it this, um, 
PSG has basically like, oh, hey, if you want a house, we can give you a house. If you want the car, we can give you the car. If you want this money, we'll give you the money. If you want to be captain, they will go ahead and, you know, actually give him the captaincy. I which I really don't know. Actually, you know what? No, I don't think they would give him the captaincy. I think with Marquinhos there. Okay. Well, okay. I was about to ask you too, real quick. Um, do you think they might give the captaincy, captaincy to Sergio Ramos? Not with Marquinhos there. Marquinhos has earned his right to be the captain of PSG. I feel like uh, that, that, would, that would be disrespectful to, to Marquinhos. Like, yeah. it's, it's one thing if you don't have an established captain. But I think Marquinhos has earned that right to be the captain of PSG. That, okay, for instance, okay, if, if you want to go there, all right, let's say Messi stayed at Barcelona and then they, they, they somehow managed to get Robert Lewandowski. Do you give Robert Lewandowski the captaincy? Not really, bro. Exactly. So there, there you go, lawyer. Hello. Oh gosh, here we go with this shit, lawyer. But anyways, going sticking with your with your whole PSG. So I think I think well, with the whole super team thing going on and everything, everything, all these, uh, all these. Uh, let's put it this way: the super team of this age with all these superstar players, all these really expensive players. I'm not gonna say Mbappe is gonna stick around because we already talked about it. Um, maybe Messi. I think PSG would be the best option for him. I mean, everybody said there's been rumors since Kuhn has joined Barcelona. Um, um, even Man City was a rumor that you know Pep wanted him and he wanted to play with him again. Um, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of speculation, but I think PSG is in the most solidified position to be able to get Messi to come around. Okay. So I mean, money wise, um, uh, notoriety as well. Um, just 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 that itself, and the players that can actually help him. I mean, you got Di Maria, and you got Neymar. You got, um, well, I'm not going to say Mbappe, but let's say as a striker, they could probably get somebody else. And if anything, they also have the whole, hey, we're going to go after Ronaldo kind of shit. Um, so it, I think I think it, it's possible that PSG actually can make that super team happen. So far, I mean, you, you heard me earlier. I'm like, oh, we know them. Oh, it's your Ramos. Like, I'm all fucking excited and shit. Okay. Okay, so, so all right. So your stance is PSG. Yeah. Uh, okay, and, and and you guys have heard me already say this a, a few times now, but I, I'm gonna I'm a I'm gonna make a stance that I think Messi will stay at Barcelona, and, and okay. the reason why I think that he'll stay at Barcelona, I just think he loves Barcelona too much. Like Barcelona has done so much for him, the club has so much significance to him, and 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 obviously now you have there's no more Bartomeu. Like I feel like if Bartomeu was still there, I would say that Messi would not come back. But you have Laporta. And I think Laporta is a guy that Messi does have uh, respect for. And I mean, I believe Messi voted for him anyways. Um, yeah. You guys can take for what you want for Coleman, but Messi has said some nice things about Coleman, but maybe that's Messi's way of not trying to be a dick. But I mean, and then he likes the young players there. That you see him having fun with Ansu Fati, with Sergino Des. With with you know Trincao and Pedri, Pedri looking like you know, like I, the 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 second coming of of that the midfield, but 
I, I think that the club just means too much for Messi. I think Barcelona just means too much. Like the city, not just the club, but the city of Barcelona just means so much to Messi. And, and so, like, for me, I think they're going to find a way to secure Messi. I think they're going to they're gonna find a term, and I think Messi's going to is going to stay put at Barcelona. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I see that happening as well. But you know what's funny? Like, is it, it goes to show you how how Messi's playing style has grown over the years, even at this age that he's at. You know what I mean? Like in the Copa America, you know, like you you see it when he goes plays internationally. All of a sudden, he'll just take on one player, two players, and I'm just like, damn, like. He can still do that. Like sometimes you don't see it in the Spanish league. Like sometimes you don't see that shit going on in the Spanish league. It's just, I guess, the difference of uh, of elite. I guess you could say the elite with La Liga compared to people who play in uh, South American teams and um, just just in leagues. Um, maybe in the lower division teams of England, uh, yeah, Germany, maybe. So it's just. It goes to show you, like he still has it. It's just you know he doesn't he doesn't do too much of showing off about it. He'll go ahead and pass the ball. He'll be more assistive than anything, you know. So I guess it's I think it's maybe the wisdom of age. Or, I don't know, maybe maybe he feels his body actually does slow down, so he'll go ahead and you know take it down the notch. But I mean, you're right. It's possible. Like he'll just stick around and try to help develop like Ansu Fati and stuff like that. So. But I mean, like I said, I I think it's possible for the PSG Super Squad to be up with Messi and No, I mean, you know, anything, and you know, it, it could happen. It's just, I don't know. I guess with me, I just think that somehow they're going to work things out. Um, okay. I, I guess, I guess uh, it's my Ross and Rachel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. So that's the debate topic. Tell us what you guys think. Like I said, it's it's already posted on social media. So uh, once again, on Instagram and Twitter at Insert Name FC, share us your thoughts. Tell us what you think. Um, and if you guys want to be featured on a future episode, just give us a debate topic. And if we like it, we'll feature it and even give you a shout out. So there's that. All right, everyone. So we're gonna take a break, and we'll get going with game recaps. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we are Insert Name FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com. Hello? We will see you there. And we are back. Once again, take full advantage of those partners of ours. And, um, yeah, so we can stop doing this in on Zoom calls and, and in my bedroom so we can actually do this in a legitimate studio or we can build our and own studio. We can, and we can have some better acoustics in our rooms. Better acoustics and maybe have Spencer here. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so awesome, bro. I would love to have him here physically. Like, bro, we, we, like, we, I don't say this a lot. I don't say this a lot, but I fucking love Spence. Like, Spence does so much for us. I feel his, like his reaction to our 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 reaction of of, of Barry White was very hilarious. Oh yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah." I, I kind of feel like honestly, I just saying that I feel like singing. You know, like I feel like saying, "My darling." Oh, anyway, anyways, like anyways, anyways, 
But yeah, maybe we'll 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 get we'll do an episode where Spencer's with us. Hopefully, we can do that one day. I know he he has his schedule, but maybe we can we can work something around where we can have Spencer actually with us. You know, he yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we don't know where he's at soccer soccer wise, <laughs> but so entertain nonetheless. But anyways, Edward, games to recap. What's your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap is actually <clears throat> the Brazil versus Chile game. So that one was actually a pretty good match. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, Brazil actually beat Chile 1-0. to zero. Ironically, Chile had the 59% of the possession. And Chile outshot Brazil 11-10. to 10. So that was, it should have been, been basically in Brazil's bag. Like, it should have been, that's it. Like, it should have been Brazil. But, or I'm sorry, it should have been Chile. I mean, sorry, sorry, I'm tripping. But there was also a red card on Gabriel Jesus. So, yeah, and I saw that kick. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Hector? Do you think that was a red card? I mean, the guy smarter kicked him. No, no, he did. He did. I'm going to be honest. He did. I even, I thought it was a red card. It's just. I felt there, like he was going there, for the. There's no debate ball. on that, man. That's there's no debate. Please were no, up. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. He That's was rough, going man. for like, the ball. He I, was going for the it, ball. It's just it's 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 regardless, man. Like cleats are up. It, that's an automatic. Like if your studs are showing, it's automatic. Like there's to me, like as like you can maybe try to spin zone it in some way. That the goal he was trying to make contact with the ball, and I mean you have a that's a fair point, but like studs are up, like. No matter, even if he didn't make any contact with him, like I would still give that a red. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just and, saying. And, like, and weirdly enough, what's with Gabby J. Zeus in these red cards, man? Because you know he pulled the same shit in the 2019 uh, Copa America final as well. Not not that he did the same thing, but I mean he got a red card in in the final. Um, and Brazil managed to still win, but I think at that point the game was already off or not, but. No, I think it was a red card. I, I, I mean, there was. I, I don't think there's any way you can like spin zone it for no, me no, no, to, no, no, to no. think that I it's can't, not. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't spin zone it for you because I'm not trying to. I'm just. I was just asking a legitimate question. If you think it's a red card or not, I think it was a red card. But I do think he was actually trying to go for the ball. It's just. Well, I mean, his foot was in, too in, high. Inten- no matter what, intense irrelevant when you still make contact with a player and your cleats and your studs are up. Like, yeah, I mean, if, if he made no contact, bo- if, if if his studs weren't up, I mean, that's probably like a foul, uh-huh. maybe a yellow card. But like, what once you have the studs showing, that's gonna that's gonna be a red card. Yeah, no matter what, bro. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just even so. My my the view of it all. Is even if he had like let's say I mean that's, that's kind of stupid to say studs down, but it like the tip of his foot even at that high. If he was making, a, if he was doing a regular sliding ta- like it was a re- well, I mean it wasn't really a regular sliding tackle, but I mean it wasn't even like, a slide tackle. He but was I mean like if, ball, if he I was go- if he was going with the approach of how you re- how you should be trying to tackle a player, then yeah, your 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 foot's down. You don't have to, you don't have your studs up. Like as long as it's. It, he, if he did that, I would say you can make an de- argument that it shouldn't be a card, maybe a warning. But you know, if not, if it, there is a card, it'll just be a yellow. It would not have been a red card. But like that's the thing that that it's literally the difference between making it from a red card 
to a, a yellow card or a warning is just the fact that he had the studs up. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. And personally, personally, but like I'm just saying that the, the intent is regardless. Like no, no matter what the intent was that Gabby Jesus was doing, which was pursuing the ball, like it, that's irrelevant to what he did. Because I mean, if if his if his studs weren't showing and he and he went for that tackle, then you can make the argument. Well, he was clearly pursuing the ball, but you know, you that that dis- that argument disappears as soon as you have your, your studs up. And uh, like I said, I agree with you. I do. No, there's nothing really much to talk about. I was just saying I've been on the receiving end of that, like a, a cleat to the face. It, it sucked. It really sucked. Like I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine," and yeah, I felt my the fucking side of my face swell up, and I was just still like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And when the game was over and everything, they told me that the the left side of my face was fucking swollen as fuck. I I honestly didn't know what to do. I of course I didn't go after the dude. Like I just left it alone. I'm not, I mean, you know me. I'm not. It's not, it's, a, it's not a fun experience, man. Like any, anytime you oh, you make no. contact, like anywhere, anywhere in your body, if you make contact with like the studs, it's gonna suck. Like I mean, if it hits your ankle, it's gonna hurt like hell. If it hits your knee, it hurts like hell. If it hits your thigh, it hurts like hell. If it hits your face, it hurts like hell. So, I mean, like it's it's gonna hurt. Like it's 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 cleats. I mean, yeah, they're they're to some for some of some people's cases, it's just plastic. But I mean, some people oh, use metal. Bro. Some people use metal cleats. <laughs> no, no, it, that's the thing. I'm, I'm glad it was those plastic, the the bottom of the plastic shit. I was glad it was that. But dude, if it was, if it would have been metal cleats, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I'd be standing here right now, being able to actually talk yeah, to you. I'd be like, I, I don't think anybody dude. that we play with can afford the metal cleats. No, 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 that's <laughs> the thing. But, but I'm just saying. I, I mean, indoor. I get what you mean. But yeah, anyways, going back to the game. Okay, going back to the game. Sorry. I kind of went overboard on that one. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the goal that was scored, the only goal in the game was scored by Lucas Paqueta. So, yeah, that one, I mean, it, it was a significant goal being that 1-0 win. So that that made him go up to the semifinals. So, and, and, yeah. and, and speaking of the semifinal, the game just finished with Brazil and Peru. And Brazil beat Peru, so they're going on to the final. That's we know we know one half of the final what's going to be, but uh, we, so player to score the goal, Lucas Paqueta again. Wow, so, shit. So man, props to him. Props to him, bro. Props he's definitely closing this tournament really good. So <laughs> you know, obviously they want to finish this with a trophy. It, interesting to see because on the other side you have Colombia and. Uh, Argentina, which my game to recap, which is a good segue for this one, is Colombia yeah. beating Uruguay nil nil four two in penalties. Yeah, well, the thing is on that one, I have to say David Ospina was the key factor. Well, we'll he was the one we'll, that blocked. We'll, we'll the get we'll get to Ospina. Okay, okay. So, trying so, to get ahead of himself. Anyways, gosh. so Colombia. So what's your? Yeah, what's your game what, what, to recap? I just mentioned that this was my game to recap. I know, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Colombia had fifty-one percent of the possession. Colombia also outshot Uruguay nine to seven. This game was closely contested. This was an amazing game. Yes, the score was nil-nil, 
But fuck you, that was a great game. I loved every minute of it. I enjoyed this match thoroughly. Extra time was dramatic. Everything that you, this is what you want in these tournaments is these, these like tough battles to see who's going to be the one that makes the mistake. No one made a mistake. Everyone ended up covering themselves very well. And the fact that it went to penalties, I mean, this is how a game this good should be going to. But unfortunately, even though it's a guy I see very highly, Fernando Muslera just couldn't do it today as he gave up four goals. And Daniel Ospina, the former Arsenal guy, uh, ends up coming up with two clinical stops to advance Colombia onto the semifinal. So we'll find out who the, who, uh, who comes out, Colombia or Argentina. You guys will already know because obviously this episode drops on Friday. Um, and, you know, we, who will be playing on that final on Saturday? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty intense. I mean, uh, okay, so on this one, on the final, kind of had to put my shit with Brazil. I'm sorry. But if you're going for Colombia. So what? I have to put my shit with Brazil. I have to put my shit with Brazil. Wait, like I have to put my wait, wait Colombia versus Brazil. Yeah. So Colombia beats Argentina. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Brazil versus Argentina. That's how I see the final. I'm sorry, the alcohol is taking over. It's <laughs> like whoa. I mean, I, I mean. <laughs> I mean, Colombia could beat Argentina. I'm I'm trying to rub your head, like not no homo, but I'm just trying to like pet your head. So, so you heard it here, folks. Colombia's gonna beat Argentina. So the fi- I didn't say so that. Saturday I didn't the final is gonna be Brazil versus Colombia. So get your Get get ready for this game because I'm 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 gonna be ready for this game. <laughs> oh, the alcohol right. is kicking my ass, huh? All right, <laughs> but yeah. So these were two great semifinal uh, games to go to, to decide who's gonna go to the semifinal. Obviously, once again, you know we record these on Mondays, so the semifinals. Well, we already mentioned one of the semifinals already happened, like just now as we were talking. Tomorrow we'll have the other semifinal. And then obviously Saturday, we will know who will be in the final. But we don't know that yet. But you will. We won't. But you will. The listener. But anyway. Yes. Players of the week, Edward. We got plurals. Plural. Players of the week, Edward. All right. So my player of the week is... The score is the game winner in Denmark's 2-1 to one win against the Cheshire... Wait, what? No, wait. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, I overread that shit, bro. This is just, this is just Edwards. Okay, so it's, okay, my player of the week is Harry Kane. He scored two goals in England's 4-0 win against Ukraine. Now, mind you, I did, I did think Ukraine stood a chance against England. Zinchenko was actually, I did not, I did not, I don't know what people were talking about. And that Ukraine had a good shot at upsetting England. I was like, I, well, no, 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 no. That, that's the thing. I think they were really relying a lot on Zinchenko for Zinchenko to pull out some random 
he's going to score like two goals and they're going to be able to withstand that or something like some corner kick or even a, a shot from the outside kind of stuff. I mean, Zinchenko has the ability. It's just, you're playing against this England team that is just, I, like I you just, said, it's rediscovering itself. Look, did they have a great game against Sweden? Yes. I completely agree. Ukraine had an amazing game against Sweden. But I didn't think Lightning was going to strike twice for them. I thought that that was just their their moment. Their I mean, that was their first win in a knockout round. So I mean, like, is Ukraine good? Like, yeah, sure, they could be. They're a good team. They're, they're they have good players. They have great quality players. But I just think that the the confidence that England just got from beating Germany, a team that they have struggled against, and and beat them very comfortably, a two nothing win. You knew that they had all the confidence in the world, and you know they're gonna. They're, the iron is hot right now for England. Uh, like you know, there, there's a reason why they were my favorites going into this tournament, and finally they're living up to it because the group stages was yikes. <laughs> and even then, it wasn't bad. I mean, they have they have yet to conceive. Uh, conceive I mean, knock on wood. I mean, <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully this is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be eating these words. But I mean, there's a reason why England was my favorite going into this tournament. Um, I liked yeah. everything that this team had, the, just the, the players that they have overall, what they have in this roster. And, and I mean, they brought it on this game. It, every, everything that you wanted to see from England happened in this game. You know, you, and of course, Harry Kane, your guy up top, comes up with two goals. So, I mean, this is what you want England to be doing, especially going into a semifinal. I mean, <clears throat> I agree with you, bro. Like I do. Sorry. Oh, I was about to sneeze and then I just kind of held it in. Okay. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it, England is basically right now, I think with all the youth talent it has. And, and I, I guess the experience that that youth, t- youth team has, the experience, because I think uh, even the announcer itself, himself said that each player of that team has about 100 games in the Premier League experience. Each player does, or the majority of those players. So that in, in that aspect, it kind of makes them a veteran in their own way, even if they're like 21, 22, 23. I mean, I mean Premier League experience, like the, the pro experience is great, but I mean, international is just a different ballgame. And this team, um, yeah, it is. Uh, honestly, it is. Especially, not, not, yes, not yes, in yes, most of them play yes, together or even yes, against each yes, other in the Premier League. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because <sighs> okay. they're, 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 they're still building off of what they did in the World Cup. And I mean, you still have like some of the same players. You still have Harry Kane. You still have Raheem Sterling. You still have Jordan Pickford. Like, you still have like some players from that, to, that, that 2018 team. And then you add on like even more talent from, from now. From that, just from those two years, you know, adding a Phil Foden, having a Jack Grealish, having having a Saka, having you know, like this team got better. Um, And so, you know, kind of going back to that phrase, you know, if not getting better, you're getting worse. And England got better. The issue was just having them finally just play, and and Southgate putting them in the right position. And I mean, I'm not. This isn't me criticizing Southgate because I think Southgate's a great manager. So this was all everything that all my all my concerns that at least from the group stages was answered from how England's been playing now. Yeah. It, okay. I'm I'm gonna be with you on that one. So 
putting my hands up. Yep. Angry. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> anyway, I draw my phone. Anyway, so my player of the week is Casper Dahlberg, who scores the game-winning goal in Denmark's two-to-one win against the Czech Republic. This is what Eric was talking about earlier. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry, bro. Casper Goldberg having back to back games where he scored goals. Obviously, we're talking about the game that they had against uh, dang, who did Denmark play before this? It was literally one of my games to recap from last last week, anyways. Doesn't matter, beat him. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Wales, that's how forgettable I think Wales is. Um, but yeah, so that you know, Denmark. You know, continuing to ride what they're having right now, which hopefully it keeps going. But it's a tall task because they got to go up against England. The final four, I I love this final four. By the way, the you know England versus Denmark, and you have Italy versus Spain. It, it I I feel like I will not disappoint, be disappointed with any of these teams going into the final. Yeah, uh, yeah, Denmark looks great. I mean. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm gonna ride with England, but but that, that's because because I you know I picked them from the beginning, but I think this is gonna, this is gonna be a gonna be a good one uh, nonetheless. So I can't wait. Um, once again, it's Monday. We don't know who's in the final. You guys know who's in the final. We don't know who's in the final, but <laughs> at least we hope yeah. we know who's gonna be in the final. But yeah, so there's that. Basically, Hector's saying that he it's a premonition, kind of like he that's his guess, and we're gonna make it. So. Yeah. All right, Edward. So, congratulations to Harry Kane, who's can't believe to say this. This is his first time appearing as one of our players of the week. And Casper Dover. Yeah. Well, you constantly pick Erling Haaland and Robert Lewandowski. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, that's pretty much it. Damn. Which they're both tied right now. So and, I know. And, <laughs> maybe Messi can. No, Messi can't even. Messi's in third with with three votes, but. Yeah, we're gonna. It's, it's gonna be interesting to decide how we how we decide the, the Rose Bowl Spencer Player of the Year uh, award. How we're gonna, it will we'll have people vote for it. But anyways, Ooh, so, could we have, could we have Spencer? De- oh, could we have Spencer sing? Like kind of like at the end, could he do the? uh never gonna give you up song. I mean, it's pre-recorded, so I mean, he can probably oh, play it again. Man. <laughs> I mean. If you want Spencer to use that as the outro again, I mean, it's not that, it's not a difficult time. Anyways, 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 congratulations to Hurricane and Casper Dover for being our players of the week. All right, Edward. This weekend kicks off the 2021 CONCACAF Gold Cup. For those of you who do not know what the Gold Cup is, so, you know, obviously we've been covering the Euros and Copa America. You know, Euros is away for this tournament and Copa America is the Bulls tournament. The Gold Cup is the CONCACAF's tournament. This is the, you know, the countries that are fall under CONCACAF and with Qatar. So here it is. So we're going to cover the prelim rounds. So for the first round of the prelims, you had Haiti beating St. Vincent and the Grenadines 6 to 1. Uh, sorry, Dominic Rich. Uh, Bermuda beat Barbados 8 to 1. Good God. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're surprised. Barbados slim. <laughs> oh man, I love Futurama. All right, Henry's Conrad. 
uh, Guatemala beats Guyana four to nothing. At least there's that going for them. <laughs> uh, okay. Guadalupe beats Bahamas two to nothing. Trinidad Tobago beat Montserrat six to one. Jesus Christ! And Cuba has a forfeit to French Guiana because uh, I believe one, someone couldn't get on the plane. Uh, they forfeit, so by default, they 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 got eliminated. All right. So wow. for this for the round two of prelims, you have Haiti versus Bermuda, Guatemala versus Guadalupe, and Trinidad and Tobago versus French Guiana. I'm gonna check right now to see if there's any updates with that because I don't know if they're playing right now or or what. So just to make sure we 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 we, we have all the most up to date information for you guys. Uh, as I'm searching here, it would be nice to talk right now, but you know it's okay. No, nothing against you. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. You good. Bro. Oh, okay. So no, they still have not played yet. They will be playing on Tuesday, so you guys will know what happened, but we don't. <laughs> but anyways, if you were to make a prediction, Haiti versus Bermuda, who would who you got? Uh. It's okay to go for the boring picks. I know. Uh, I mean, I said, I said Haiti. I said Haiti. Haiti. I'm also because worried. the only reason why is because I've only seen them play. I haven't seen Bermuda. I mean, Haiti for me is because uh, Etienne Jr. looks amazing right now. He plays for Columbus Crew, but yeah, Etienne Jr. Uh, but yeah, Haiti. I I think it, it, they're they're one that always competes in Gold Cup, so I, I wouldn't shock me for them to be back in there. Guatemala versus Guadalupe. What's crazy thing, man, if, uh, looking back at it, Guadalupe has made a semifinal appearance in the Gold Cup. But I'm going to go with Guatemala. I mean, they, they had a very solid win, uh, against Guyana. I think, I think maybe I'm doing this also because, you know, I, I, I have a soft spot for my brother-in-law who is Guatemalan and my nieces are half Guatemalan. <laughs> so I'm, I'm picking Guatemala. And also they got, they got some pretty nice jerseys. So, um, but yeah, so I got Guatemala. What do you got, Edward? I'll go for Guatemala too, just because of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and I then, have France with And then the last game is Trinidad and Tobago versus French Guiana. All right. I'm gonna, gonna say um, I'm gonna say Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago does have a pretty good um they have a pretty good run every now and again when it comes to Copa Oro. Sometimes they end up surprising us. Mm-hmm. And I, I like so, some of the players uh, that they have. They have like Molino. They they, they got some good players in, in Trinidad Tobago. Oh so yeah, but that that is a prelim game. So the winners of those games will go into joining groups A, B, and C, depending where they drew in. And so here are the groups for the group stages. So in Group A, we will kick off on Saturday, Mexico, El Salvador, Curacao. And then the winner of the Trinidad, Tobago, and French Guiana game. Edward, who's your favorite to win this group? Uh, it really got a thing. I do. I do. I'm going to be honest. Okay. To be fair, though, Mexico is coming in with a. Okay. I hate using that they're bringing in a B team, but yeah, they're kind of using a B. I, the B team's still yeah. pretty good. I mean, USA's B team is still pretty good. Um, but yeah. uh, there's there's some concerns in the midfield for me. Well, you go first, then. How about that? Okay. And then I'll go. For me, 
Mexico. I think Mexico. I think Mexico. Even with the players that they're that they have in their in their roster, I think it's still better than El Salvador. No offense, El Salvador. Uh, I think El Salvador can make it out of the group stages, though. <laughs> I, I definitely feel comfortable about that. True, 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 uh, true. But I wouldn't sleep on Curacao because Curacao has gotten better and better each tournament. So that's a, another team to be on the lookout, especially with their goalkeeper, Eloy Room. But um, not nah, for me. I think Mexico wins the group. It, it just... Okay. I, I mean, I like Mexico's chances with this group. Right, right. I mean, I, I agree with you. Mexico is probably the one to win in Group A. All right. All right. In Group B, you have USA, Canada, Martinique, and the winner of the Haiti and Bermuda game. Uh, I guess I'll give it to USA. Just because I want USA to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little different. Okay. I do like the call. Yeah. Well, I, I, there is some concerns that I have with the U.S. men's call-up. And and Canada has a pretty solid call-up. Like, looking at their roster, you know, obviously Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, uh, Ayo Canola, which hurts to, hurts me to say that, but Ayo Canola's for Canada. Um, I think Canada wins the group. Okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I think USA still advances, but I think Canada wins it. Maybe like by goal differential. Maybe they'll 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 draw on their game against each other. But uh, I think I think Canada probably uh, just because you know it's a it's a very different U.S. men's national team as well. Kind of different, but not really. But you know, still 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 different nonetheless. So I mean, Darryl, okay, you know what? I take I take it back. USA is going to win. I think Daryl DK is that big of an X factor. So no, never mind. I take that back. USA wins it. Okay. There, see? So even you agree with me. <laughs> All right. In Group C, I have, uh, there is Costa Rica, Jamaica, Suriname, and the winner of Guatemala and Guadalupe. Hmm. Those are, those are pretty... Mm, I don't know. Um, I'm, between, I'm between Costa Rica and Jamaica. I, I, I am as well, but I'm going to go with Jamaica. Jamaica has a speed player. I'll say Costa Rica. Okay. All right. And then Group D, it has Honduras, Panama, Granada, and Qatar. Um, This one's pretty hard, actually. No, 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 no. I'll take it back. I want to say Honduras. Honduras? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I think. I think Honduras wins that group. I think Panama is definitely one to watch. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see Qatar. I've never really. I mean, besides the 2019 Copa America, I have never really seen Qatar. Aside from that, so. But yeah. So looking at these groups, that were, who do you think? Who is your pick for group of death? Uh. The group of death, I want to say, you know what, USA, the group E, USA, Canada, Martinique, and Haiti, Bermuda. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with group D. I think Honduras, Panama, Granada, and Qatar. 
I think it's yeah. it's just because I feel like it's a little bit harder to pick who's going to win there. Because you know, my thought process is not necessarily like the best teams. It's just it's it's a hard group to pick who wins. Is my definition of group of death. So that's why I'm going with. Okay. I think I think Group D is a is the group of death. Now going into this, who is your favorite to win the Gold Cup? Go uh, to win the Gold Cup. Uh, it's pretty hard to choose, honestly. I mean, it's. I want to say a lot of these teams are actually fairly even, and then some of them actually do surprise me. So it's kind of hard to say. Um, I want to say U.S., but at the same time, it's like I already know Mexico does have a squad to stop them. Um, Costa Rica, Jamaica, Honduras, like those those teams. And personally, like Qatar, like I'm, 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 I don't know what to expect to them from them, honestly. I think what's interesting so, is the fact that Mexico had to call up Funes Mori. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like how they bash the U.S. national team for for having uh, dual dual citizens, and then they're over here getting food in his money. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Nah. Well, I'm, I guess Mexico is probably the favorite to win. Um, I mean, for me, I think I want to go with the U.S. I like certain things of the team that the team has. Harvey wants to say Canada. Like I don't know why. I like I'm, I'm looking at I look at Canada and I think like maybe this this could be the year that they take advantage of a of a of a I guess you could say a B team for Mexico and USA. Like maybe yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is the one time that maybe USA and Mexico can't just get away with using a B team. Because um, I think the way Canada looks, I mean Costa Rica. I mean yeah, they they they're not. They're not the same team from years before, but they're still looking good. Jamaica is still a pretty solid team. Honduras, Panama. Uh, there's some teams in there that I think like have gotten better over the years. And I think especially Canada. I think Canada is definitely that team that has like massively improved. And I think it's just because of all the players that are now playing in Europe. Um, oh, yeah. So I think that maybe this is the year. Well, Canada could win their second gold cup. I think I, I, I'm going to say Canada. I'll, I'll go with Canada. Okay. They're not going to win Group B, but I think they'll end up winning winning the whole thing. Okay, okay. So everybody's over here like, what the fuck? But anyways, yeah. So I got Canada winning winning the whole thing. I don't know what it is. Canada's got, got Canada. Canada has given me some weird feelings right now. Maybe it's because Iowa Canola's there. I don't know, but I like Canada. Oh yeah. So okay, that is the 2021. I'm going to have Gold Cup final, uh, well, Gold Cup preview. I really can't wait for this tournament. I love the CONCACAF. It's a great, it's a physical, uh, physical conf- uh, confederation, but I love it nonetheless because that's the confederation that we're a part of. So, yeah, there is that. All right, guys, there's some games you should be looking into this weekend. Obviously, I mean, we, I don't, I don't feel like we have to mention this, but let's just go ahead and put it out there. You know, Saturday, July 10th, Copa America final. We know Brazil's in it. That's it. And, uh, as of, as of right now, we know Brazil's in it. We don't. Everything's Colombia or Argentina. <laughs> no, I'm, look, I, I think it's Argentina. I think the final's going to be Argentina Brazil. You think it's going to be Argentina Brazil? And who wins? Yeah, Argentina. Oh, so Messi finally wins his is is international. He tour. finally wins an international. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with 
with Brazil, Argentina as well. But I'm going to go with Brazil winning it. Brazil, Brazil has yet to have lost when they hosted. So um, that, that, I think that continues. Apparently, I were the streak ends. Anyways, so Sunday, July 11th, is the Euro final. Edward, who do you think is in the final? Break my balls, man. You're breaking my balls. No, I'm just kidding with you. Um, England. I know England for sure. I want to say England, Italy. England, Italy? All right, and then who, yeah. you, who you got winning it? England. England? So it's coming home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's coming home. It's coming home. Have you not been hearing the, the English fans' chants? No, not really. So They've been chanting it's you. coming home. <laughs> you know? I'm going yeah. home. No, because that's where I belong. Edward, Edward, stop. Anyways, no, it's because, like, obviously, that, that's where a lot of people deem that that's where soccer came from was England, even though it's been proven that's in China, that China was the one that, that created the game. But, um, yeah, no, the, like, so that's why everybody's pretending it's coming home because, you know, that's where football was born. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Wow. Wow, that worked. Anyways, but yeah, so, no, I, I agree with you as well. I think it's going to be Italy versus England. And I mean, I got to ride with England. They're my pick from the beginning. So I'm going to stick with uh, England having them beat Italy. So I hope that that's the final. Right. But like, like I said, we are recording this on Monday. You guys are going to hear this on Friday. So by the time this drops, we already know who's in the final. <laughs> so, but we don't know yet. But you guys know it. And by the time we listen to this, we know we, we now know <laughs> it. All right. And then, of course, I mean, the 2001 Cup Gold Cup is going to kick off. So July 10th, obviously Mexico versus I think it's uh, hopefully not El Salvador. I don't want to start things with Mexico. <laughs> I, I really don't. I just like can we just not start with Mexico? No, we're playing Curacao. So Mexico is going to play the the winner of the pre, of the prelim game. All right, all right. But anyways, so yeah, July 10th, uh, so so Saturday kicks off the Concacaf Gold Cup, and for there's no MLS games coming up. This weekend, but there is some NWSL action, and the two games that I I feel like you know last week they they both panned out very well. So I'm gonna keep this writing. So the two games that I think you guys should watch is the Washington Spirit, who has Trinity Rodman and a boatload of other great amazing players like Rose Lavelle, or actually, well, she's Olympic qualifier, so she's probably not gonna be there. Versus the North Carolina Courage. I don't know if Lynn Williams make the made the Olympic squad. But if, if, if she did not, then we're going to see Trinity Rodman versus Lynn Williams. So I think that's a good one to watch. And then the Chicago Red Stars versus the Houston Dash. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit biased on the last pick, but I think it's, yeah. it's going to be a good one nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, that sounds like pretty good games. Yeah, hopefully you watch them. But, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe a chance. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take one more break and then we'll get going with our three up, three down. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And, and we, we are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We, we will see, see you there. there. 
And we're back after, good God, two attempts to try to get this going. <clears throat> okay, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I just, I started laughing. I'm sorry, okay? And then I was like, I'm ready. And then it was like, as soon as the recording started, you would literally hear that. That was the ready. second one. The first one, you wanted to go ahead and bust out a chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, good God. All right. Three up, three down, Edward. And that is a 2021 right. CONCACAF Gold Cup jerseys. Okay. So, unfortunately, with, with the Euros and Copa America, they actually had a website that had an article of all the jerseys that were going to be featured in the tournament. Apparently, no one cares about the Gold Cup. So, <laughs> I had to actually like go and scavenge for the jerseys of every team, including the teams that are in the prelims. So, you guys better appreciate all the work I put in. Not 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 you, the listeners. Just <laughs> Edward specifically, just because. God, yeah, that know, was a journey. But anyways, all right. So, as Edward's trying to figure out his jerseys, I'm going to go ahead and start with mine. So to kick off for my three down, I have Guyana. I just I just don't know with that jersey, bro. It's, uh, like, it's like I just don't know, man. It's 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 like it's not. It's just plain to me. Like it's cool. Like you know the designs are kind of cool, but it's like it doesn't. It, it's not like enough to like still like I'm like it's just not an an, an appealing jersey to me, and that's why it's there. Um, and then at number two I have Curacao, and and honestly it's just because it's like it's a plain blue jersey. That's really what it is. It's a Nike jersey, but it's it's just it's just straight up just a blue jersey, and then the Corsell badge is there. I mean, there's like no design, and I mean it's crazy because it's a Nike design. I mean it's a Nike, so you would imagine they would have had some some sort of design with it, but no, it's just a it's just a plain blue jersey. Okay. And at number one, I have the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, of course. Uh, actually, can I copy your list? Because that legit is the one I was looking at right now. Like, the legit, legit list. So, like, my th- my whole three down is your three down? Yeah. Because, dude, that, that U.S. team, oh, my Lord. Like, that shirt. Like, I know we're talking about the same one, that blue and red one. It, it just... It, it's, <sighs> it's so tacky. Like when when they when they when they dropped, I remember posting it on our group chat, and I remember you, me, and Spencer were just kind of like, "Like I'm not buying this jersey. Like I'm 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 just be straight with you. I'm not buying this jersey. This jersey sucks. Like there's certain U.S. men's jerseys that I I stand by and saying I think they're fucking disgusting, and that's one yeah, of them. It, that one, and then the Waldo jerseys are the two jerseys I despise. Yeah, and, and congratulations to the Where's Waldo jersey because you're now officially not the worst jersey the U.S. men's national team has ever had, in my opinion. I know some people love the Where's Waldo jerseys, but I hated it. I hate. I mean, I think it's just because I also hate horizontal stripes. And then also okay, that, so that one weird Gold Cup jersey, the the blue and the and the red horizontal stripes with the stars on the shoulders. That was also okay, pretty so, bad. Okay, so my thing is with the horizontal stripes. I'm okay with those. I'm not excited about well, that it's one. You're, it's because you're not fat, Edward. <laughs> That's why. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but anyway, it's just the one with the multiple stripes where it crisscrosses and stuff. That that right there it just it's, just, it's, it's too busy. It's just too busy. Like there's just too much oh, going on. Man. Like bro, where, like where's I, the number gonna be, by the way? Like the front number. Where is that? No, I mean, I mean that they're just gonna shove that on there. They're just literally gonna press it on there. It's not gonna be anything. Doesn't that, matter. That's it's, also, but that counts towards the aesthetic. I mean, the the, the, the look of the jersey because if, if they wherever they put that, that's gonna that's still no. gonna ruin the. I mean, the jersey already looks like shit to begin with, but the where, where you where you put that front number, that's also gonna be a factor. The only thing, the only thing I can think of is that either one, they're gonna put a square of just the red or the blue right at the front, and then just put the number in there. Or two, they're just literally just gonna stamp the stamp the fucking that. Honestly, both both options sound terrible. I know exactly. I agree with you. That's why I want to like you're copy and paste your three down because it's just like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Basically, with that with that jersey, pretty much, dude. Even the back, bro. Even if they decide to do that with the back, it's just gonna be a giant square but the back the back is just straight blue. Like the back is just blue. It's it's just like it's blue in the back. So okay, like there, that's not gonna front. be an issue. It's just the front is terrible. It doesn't. It doesn't make. It's sense, a practice jersey. Though. It looks like a practice. Like it looks, I think it they, looks like one of those. Yeah, it looks like one of those training jerseys. Like you can go crazy with the with the training jersey. Like you yeah, can do you some can, crazy design because no one cares about it. But and I say that because I say that with hesitance because I know the MLS comes up with some cool practice jerseys for special events, but. We're talking about for like a national team jersey, like a that's a training top, like that. That is like okay, we'll do this off the wall thing and we'll throw the Volkswagen logo in front of it. But like for uh, yeah, I I think they should have just stuck with the white and then the the blue one, even though a lot of people don't like that that other blue one because it doesn't make sense. I mean, I think it's supposed to represent the rivers, the the two rivers in the U. I don't know, but I don't know, man. But, I don't even know. They're probably supposed to represent the highway. <laughs> it represents the construction in Houston freeways. I don't even know, man. I really don't know. All right. So since you're going to copy my three down, I mean, once again, it's Guyana, Curacao, and the U.S. All right. So my three up, maybe Edward has a different three up this time. So my three up, yeah, at number three, I have Guatemala. Like, I don't know what it, it. Umbro just like killed it for this one, man. Like, I both jerseys look great to me. Like the the away jersey, the the navy blue with that with that powder blue just pops. You know, obviously right across the chest, kind of like tr- the traditional look for a Guatemalan jersey. And then even the home jersey is a traditional look. You know, you're gonna have that blue that that blue vertical stripe across the chest. Um, but I love the design on that stripe for the, for the home Jersey. So yeah, Guatemala, they brought it for, for this tournament. I love the Jersey. Uh, it's a good looking Jersey, man. Uh, for props to Guatemala for, for hitting that one at other park. Yeah, I agree. It, I, it, I guess the blue, the blue actually kind of plays off a little bit on it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me, but, uh, but yeah, so that's my number three. And then my number two is uh, Panama. And yeah, it's a pre- like, 
Okay, some people are gonna be like, it's, it's just a straight up red jersey. But I like the I like the design that's in the red. And then for their their away jersey, I love the the little little blue like lines that they have in the jersey. Like it's something different. I like it. I mean, New Balance is like an is like a little. It's I'm not like I mean, New Balance has some interesting designs, and I like how they what they did for Panama. I wish I could say the same for Costa Rica. But. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Panama looks <laughs> really good. And then my number one is Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Like, okay. I, I love that design. Okay. Full football. I don't know what what were y'all doing, but y'all hit it right out of the park, man. Um, the one thing I love for sure, especially for that that away jersey, is the 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 design that they have on the jersey that that uh that, like that indigenous uh person that's on the on the jersey. I love that look. The, the red jersey, I love it. Like it, every, like it's a unique jersey, but they killed it. I, I actually do like, I do like what Trinidad Tobago has going for them. All right, so good news is I'm not going to copy you on that one. Okay. All right. So, what's your top three to reiterate? To reiterate is number three Guatemala, number two Panama, and number one Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Okay. All right, so here's my top three. All right, so my number three, believe it or not, <clears throat> as simplistic as it is, I guess maybe because it's the simplicity of it, the El Salvador jersey, the Umbro ES. I mean, the ES is kind of, it just goes way back in the day. Um, I like the blue, the little blue thin lines to see a weight jersey. I like the thin on the, on the sleeves. No, no, so, I, I I love El Salvador's jersey. I, I think El Salvador always always does good, especially ever since they partnered with Umbro. Um, but yeah. um, the only reason why I didn't have them in my in my in my three up was just because I like Guatemala's jersey more. Okay, I mean, no, no, I'm not, I'm not shooting you in the foot or nothing like that. Okay, so my number two. Okay, so it's gonna be the U.S. men's white jersey. It's apparently the home jersey, not that weird, awful, weird tribal-looking thing. <sighs> it's just so bad. But I mean, you can't really go with the classic white on the U.S. And mine that since they have the old-school Nike, I'm on it. You know, I've always loved that one. You know me. Um, and the collar, you know, on the inside of it, they have these stripes, the red stripes. They have the blue on the outside, so I, I I like it. You know, that's I, I like that one. It's very, I guess, maybe the simplicity, the simplicity of it, just with the little details on it, seems pretty cool. I mean, there's a there's and a then, there's a difference between a plain jersey and and just like it's simple, but it ha- it gets the job done. To me, it's kind of like the Uruguay jersey, the away one. The one with the white with just the Uruguay and the Puma and the stars on it. Like, it's just it's so simplistic, but yet so elegant. So that's mm. how I see the U.S. men's national team away jersey. Mm. And then your number one? Um, and my number one is going to be, believe it or not, the Costa Rica red jersey, the home jersey. Okay, yeah, I love that. Costa- 
The reason why I didn't have Costa Rica was just because the black jersey was just like, I, I'm not feeling it. I don't, I'm not feeling the black jersey this year. Well, the red one, I think maybe because it has that, again, simplicity, but to me, it sort of resembles the Spain jersey with the little yellow trimming on the, on the, on the sleeves itself. So it has like that old school feel to it of the Spanish jersey. I don't know if that makes any sense. And then the New Balance gold, the yellow with the gold on the side of it, with the emblem. You know, it's pretty cool. Okay. I, just just yeah. because you love your, you love Spain. <laughs> well, no, the red of it, it just, it just pops, bro. Like it just, it's a good, it's a good jersey. I mean, like it's, it's what you expect from from Costa Rica. Obviously, they they have like the, the red jersey, the Ticos. But no, I totally get it. Okay, so to reiterate, my number three is the El Salvador away jersey, the white one with the blue trimming. Number two, the white jersey for the UN's men's away team with the, or the home team, I'm sorry, with the white and the regular red and white uh, sleeve trimmings on the inside with the red stripes and the collar. Uh, and then number two is, or number one is Costa Rica jersey, the red one. Or number one, yeah, sorry. Okay. All right, so that is our three up, three down, and that is the show. We want to give a shout-out to the Unhinged Sports Network. Um, they are now doing the playoffs for Podcast of the Year. Obviously, we're competing in it, so we would like to win it. And the best way you guys... And obviously, it, it, it's all based on you, the listeners. So if you're listening to Unhinged Sports Network, well, first of all, thank you and hi. Um, but secondly, um, how do you help us win podcast of the year? It's pretty simple. Listen to us whenever we're on, on the Unhinged Sports Network. And if you want the quick, the, the easiest way to be notified when we're live is by following the Unhinged Sports Network on Twitter at Network Unhinged. So they'll always let you know who's, who's on. But I highly recommend you just checking unhingedsn.com regardless because I think they have a lot of great podcasts like Far on the Bench, J Dash Show. Um, high low sports, shout out to Kelsey. And even their exclu- their mm-hmm. network exclusive shows like the Cover Six, Two for Chirping, Unhinged FC, which we're a part of. So just overall, just a lot of great stuff. And then also they have some blog articles done. I've written a few of them, humble brag. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really great website. And also they're currently following quarterback Aaron Ellis and the, the gold diggers as in their journey in the Danish American Football League. I think if you guys like those documentary series, kind of similar to like Last Chance U or, or QB1, you will definitely enjoy this series following uh, the Gold Diggers because it's, it's, I think it's a really cool thing and it's an unhinged exclusive. So that's where you're going to be able to watch it. So go ahead and check out the Unhinged Sports Network because once again, we're part of the Unhinged Sports Network. We love the Unhinged Sports Network um, and we can't wait to see you growing with the Unhinged Sports Network. Yeah, yeah. And then shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, A&G Graphics, for the creation of the Insert Name FC logo. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, that's a.g.graphics with an X. If you guys need a logo created, well, Alejandra is your girl. So hit her up, let her know what you need, and she'll take good care of you just how she took good care of us. Exactly. 
Also, I love you, Alec. And shout out to our guy, our everything. We can't we can't say this enough. We love this guy. Like, we, bro, we love you. We love Roosevelt Spencer. He is our producer. He's our beat maker. He's he does everything for us. So we greatly appreciate all the hard work he does for this podcast. Uh, and continue as he continues. If you guys hear the beats that we have for the intro and outro, well, he's the one that makes them. So hit him up on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, it's at that guy dope. I'm going to continue to say this every single week so people understand why it matters. But there's nothing better than having your own original beat to your podcast, your YouTube channel, just anything that you're trying to do that is your brand. It's better to have your own beat besides having to deal with copyright or having permission to use certain people's music. It's just easier to avoid that stuff and just having your own original beat. And that's what Spencer does. Because, I mean, you hear our you hear our intro, you hear our outro, you know that that's insert name FC. So let Spencer take good care of you. Or if you're just an aspiring rapper and you need a producer to help you drop, give you some, some really good beats, well, Spencer's your guy. Once again, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope and let him take good care of you. Yep, that's right. That boy Spence will do it. All right, man. So that is episode 44. Thanks for listening and catch us next week for episode 45, the Mario Balatelli episode. (laughs) We might have an image of Mario Balatelli for that episode. (laughs) Possibly. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. 
With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.